there we go. Wow, another two hours. Do we do we have it? Sure, do you have it? Do you, can you believe it all on the field? Sherry? I got it. Sorry. It helps when you turn your mic on. <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> yes, I am ready for another two hours. Are you? Can you leave it all on the field? If I knew what that meant, yes. <laughs> okay. Let's check our voicemail. Hold on. Hey, you guys need to talk about people not paying their life tax everywhere. Yeah, we will. I'm, I know you said that yesterday, sir. I'm gonna. I'm looking into it for you. The problem. Well, I'll explain later. No, I think Get ready to leave it all on the field, Sherry. That simply means. Well, that means like you, you, you give it, give it your all, 110 percent. Even there's no such thing as that. Just you, just all on the field. Like don't. When you hit that locker room at the end of the game, you just know you tried as hard as you possibly could. Okay, I'm leaving it on the field. I'm leaving it all on the field. There you go, uh, Brandy. Brandy, that sound was Brandy Cruz uh, is in Olympia. Remember, we talked about this yesterday. They they wanted to get a bunch of people to go down there. Didn't give them a whole much notice. Uh, be in Olympia and basically say these are the initiatives that were voted, that were um, signed and handed in, and now they have a duty because it's constitutionally they have to address these things first. They are not doing these things. Uh, uh, Jim Walsh talked about it. You could watch him on Facebook talk about it. So Brandy Cruz and a bunch of other people, they got, um, they went down there and they basically called to the attention that constitutionally, constitutional obligation for the lawmakers to address the initiatives. And that means to have hearings and to discuss them. They haven't done any of these. So she, uh, somebody gave Brandy the, the mic, the, uh, bullhorn. The microphone. She was down there. Joe, I don't have it on mine. Do you? Can you play it? Oh, here it is. Oh, I got it. I got it. Sorry, Joe. Sorry. Sorry. Here we go. Brandy and everybody else. To find an instance where an initiative to the legislature was not given a hearing. 20 years. We had to go back to 2004. Every initiative to the legislature since then has been given a hearing. And again, this is not about believing that they will pass initiatives that will repeal some of their key policies. This is about doing something that we should not have to beg them to do. We should not have to beg them to hear the stories of people like Amber and John Goldberg, whose 12-year-old daughter would be alive today if it were not for the restrictions on police pursuits. They should want to hear the story of the couple in their 50s that are ready to retire to Arizona in a decade because the cost of living is less and there's a heck of a lot more sunshine. But for the next and the final 10 working years of their career, they will pay into a long-term care program that they will never use. Those are the voters that we want the majority to simply give a chance to speak to them. And that's not asking a whole lot. So where do we go from here? Well, to talk more about that, I want to introduce Jackson Maynard with the Citizen Action Defense Fund. And Jackson doesn't get any time on the air for us, but I'm sure he said great things. They're just trying to draw attention, so there you go. I don't know if any of the other media was there, Como, Cairo King. I don't know if they went there to cover it, but 
it's an important part of it. There, I talked to Brandy yesterday. I've talked to Jim Walsh about it. Says they don't want the hearings. They don't want people to sit there and talk about the effects of these laws on their life. They just don't want to have to deal with it. So you just not have the hearings. And it looks like what they'll do is they're just going to let these things slide through and then it ends up being on the ballot. We talked about this the other day. Then it's on the ballot and then you get a chance to vote for it. So the big issue for these guys that have done the policy uh, for um, that has been put together by Brian Hayward and funded by Brian at six million dollars is you now have to come up with money to buy commercials to counter the commercials that are going to be running in favor of all the laws that are passed that so many people had a problem with. So, that's well, part if of it. if constitutionally they are required to hear these bills and and have some conversation about it. Is there any recourse if they don't do it? Uh, well, constitutionally, they, the first actions that they take when they get to Olympia before you do anything are, is to address the initiative. That's what it says. Constitutionally, uh, what what would happen to them if they, have, they you know, don't follow it? it? <laughs> what are you going to do? Okay. Right? This is this is one-party rule. You, oh, you have the governor, right? You have the Senate. You got the House. You got everything. You know, what are you, you going to do? You scream and yell at the train going by? This is the feeling that a lot of people that are Republicans or libertarians or even independents feel like their voice is not heard. And this is an example of it. So you'd see people just holding on to that pen and white knuckling and putting their address in there, putting their, all the information. Yes, I vote to I want to stop this and this and this. They put it all in there. They sent them all in. They're supposed to address. They haven't. Brandy from Undivided, great podcast. I highly recommend you listen to it. Brandy was just down there bringing attention to the fact, and hopefully they get a little bit of pressure on them, but they're not going to feel any pressure from They're not going to do it because it legitimizes it then, and they're much better off saying this is some sort of fringe element. We didn't want to hear it. I mean, I, I think that's that if, if they started to actually consider these things, then they would, I, I think, offer some sort of a, a credence to it. So. They're better off not doing it, in their opinion, I'm sure. Yes, exactly. Just let it go away or just keep talking about a billionaire or a millionaire funded all this stuff to benefit himself, you know, then try to tie him to Trump or some other garbage and then just try to bury the thing and just not have to deal with it. So that's what it is. So just, you know, get down there, make some noise, see if you get any news out of it, get any pressure on any of these guys. Most likely just keep your head down, wait. Let the firing stop and then, you know, advance on on the enemy, which is the Democrats on the Republicans or for the minority of people in the state of Washington that believe in uh, free markets and free people. Yeah, you lick Here's that another... toad, you're licking every person that's ever licked that toad. How many times has you, your mother or father said that to you, Sherry? That's from Brandy. And that's great advice. Because every yeah. toad that you kiss, you got to think of every other person that kissed that toad. Yeah. And who's got the time? Oh, such a tease. Here, here's, here's another bad idea. Senate Bill 5963, mandating all firearm arm owners in Washington will, be, uh, will have to have um, insurance policies, an insurance policy to cover loss and damage resulting in accidental discharge of the firearm. They've tried this in, I think, New Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey has it and it's not going anywhere in new jersey i forget who else has it as well and if they haven't been able to push this through because here's the problem insurance companies don't offer this coverage and for very good reason they don't want to be on the hook for it so they don't offer it 
and they haven't been able to get this thing to go anywhere. Oh, and uh, San Jose, California, also tried to get this thing in place. They can't. They passed it, but they can't get insurance companies to offer it, and it's getting blocked and challenged in court. But in Washington, what they say is, we want to cut down on the gun violence. So we'll cut down on the gun violence by making you have insurance for your gun. You think the legal gun owner in the state of Washington, I think it's like 38% of people in the state of Washington have guns, and sales went up like 70% in the last couple of years. You you think they're the gun violence person? You, you think they're the ones shooting and killing people? The law-abiding citizen that's gonna is now going to be forced to get insurance, that's going to cut down on the gun violence? And then they say, oh, well, it's accidental deaths. So I looked it up. Very hard number to find. Accidental deaths in the United States. 492 accidental deaths. Sometimes they put them in as homicides, but that's the number I could come up with. So uh, that's in the entire United States. But in the state of Washington, I can't even find the number where someone accidentally discharges the weapon accidentally and kills someone. Maybe it's one or two. It's tragic, I'm sure. But it's not. And then they say, well, it's children. 60, 60 deaths of children. No, no, no. Those are 60 children that were under the age of 18, some gangbanger that killed another gangbanger. That's that. It's not somebody accidentally shooting somebody with the gun. But they said, we're going to cut down on that by you getting insurance, by you getting insurance, that won't happen. Or insurance will step in there, and it'll help to offset the cost that the taxpayer pay, $161 million the taxpayer has to pay for gun violence. I have an idea. I have an idea. When someone commits a crime with a handgun, put him in jail. Because there's a pretty good chance that they're committing a crime with a handgun. They might go out and shoot somebody else with that handgun. Don't let them go. So in the United States, if you commit a crime with a handgun, you're going to walk, especially in Seattle, you'll walk. But if I think it's in Germany or the UK, UK, commit a crime with a handgun, it's five years normally people will do three on that. They'll get out in two. But it's it's automatic, bang, five. And for good behavior, they'll get out in three. But you commit a crime with a handgun in the U.K., it's five years. And there's not there's no question about it. You have a handgun in the – like the people that were shooting people out in front of the McDonald's near Westlake. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Bang, bang, firing off. I think 15 rounds, guys shooting at one another. One lady lost her life. Somebody got shot, and one person's still injured from the whole thing. And they <laughs> house arrest. Send the guy home for house arrest. And while he was in house arrest, because his grandmother was going to take care of him, what do you know? They caught him again trying to buy a gun, or he had a handgun. You want to cut down on gun violence? Get the people that are committing crimes with guns and throw them in jail. That would be a good start, rather than asking me to get insurance for my guns, which the insurance companies don't even offer that. According to this, deaths and injuries cost Washington taxpayers at least $169 million a year, inclusive of costs related to accidental shootings. So I, I think they're lumping everything into yes, this are. number. Right, uh, exactly. Because, to make yeah. it bigger, to make it bigger so we can rant and rave it. Yeah, they all throw it all in there. <laughs> and you read the bill, you realize, oh, they're trying to cut down on gun violence. It's not gun violence. You know, sometimes I, I read these things. I want to I, sometimes I think I should run for office again, Sherry. 
Uh, yeah, then when do you come to your senses? When we move on to this tragic story. <laughs> I, just, I, think, I think it would be, I think you would be great. I would have I a just heart think, attack. Down yeah, there. I think you would. Yes. You know, they wanted me to run for Senate like, I don't know, eight years ago. They had this whole thing. And I called Republicans and Democrats. I got friends on both sides. And every single one of them said, don't do it. You'll never see your kids. So I said, okay, I'm not going to do it. They said, later on in life, you could do it. But in the contract at Cairo, as soon as you declare that you're running for office, this is null and void, you're done. Because for good reason, because if you're on the air, it's considered uh, a donation, a campaign donation. So they, they cleaned all that sort of stuff up. Then you think, okay, should I want to do that? Want to drive to Olympia, live down there, rent rent a room with somebody, get paid, whether they get paid $38,000 or something like that to do that? Is it worth it? Uh, it's worth it if you think you could actually win, but the it, the the it's um, the deck is stacked against you, being such a blue state. So, I I don't know how much progress you could really make. Yeah, got to get enough people in there because right now, just being the minority, you can't get anything done. The frantic day of Northwest Indian Stable, when Joe the therapy horse got stuck in a tree. Mm. But, oh. Sh- so sad. Is there sound, Joe, somewhere? There is, yeah. Therapy horse and tree. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not Which in my... one? Okay, I'll go. Oh, here it is. It's from yesterday. Oh, I got it. I got it. Sherry, hold on. Okay. And I don't want to hear you whimpering. I'm not. It's one of the top stories on our Please. website. A beloved therapy horse almost suffered catastrophic injuries in northwest Indiana. The horse named Joe was in his pasture on Saturday afternoon at the exceptional equestrian... I like the music underneath. Is that all the time at WGNN in Chicago? That driving, beating, beating. Barn. When it was time to go back to the barn, uh, they noticed Joe was standing under a tree, not moving. They found Joe's hook. That's so unlike Joe to be just standing Joe under Mama. a tree and not moving. <laughs> the beloved therapy horse Joe was stuck in the V of the tree trunk near the ground. Uh, they frantically called 911 for help because if Joe were to panic, try to get free, could suffer a catastrophic injury to that leg. A trainer showed up to keep Joe calm. A horse eventually passed out from fatigue, and with the help of first responders who were at the scene, they were able to lift this horse out of that tree, and eventually the horse was able to walk back to the barn on his own power. It took a lot of people to make this happen. Uh, Children with disabilities come to this farm to ride the horses to help them improve muscle issues. Uh, They say they're going to continue to monitor Joe, make sure he's doing okay. Looks like he probably is, and the tree is being removed, so this does not happen again. There you go. Joe Mama. Yep. Get rid of the tree. <laughs> Don't retrain Joe. Get rid of that tree. <laughs> the irony is Joe's a therapy horse and he needed therapy. But the other thing is, like, do you think Joe's going to go back to that same tree again? They took the tree out. They don't have to leave the tree. But it's too late now. How about some sympathy for the beloved tree? Yeah, I, I agree. But the poor thing was stuck so much or, that he couldn't breathe anymore. Oh. And he passed out because he, he was in the, this this V of the tree. Well, lucky and he passed out, sure. though. Uh, I know, but but that, can you imagine how much he suffered before he passed out? Poor thing. But if he had if he had panicked and you know True. broken yes, his right. leg, then that's yes. it. For okay, Joe. okay, hey guys, guys, you know what? That's it. I'm running for office. Goodbye. <laughs> Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba!
Follow along with the hijinks of the show. If you don't, if you're busy driving the car, you don't want to watch the uh, John and Sherry show Instagram. Rapidly increasing with viewers and people engaged. Sherry, by the way, is spelled S H A R I. Show does a good job of putting up the. The kooky stuff up there that you don't get a chance mm-hmm. to see because you're, you're listening. Oh, um, that's some tease. Okay, you know what? <laughs> you know what, lady? <laughs> Sorry. It's not a tease. Uh, he's back, Sherry. Philly Jesus is back. Um, he's the Lyft driver. He took some time off, I guess, to ascended to heaven and then return or something (laughs) Uh, he was busy doing jesus stuff okay he's he's back he in the past decade he's been out there he maybe got picked up by philly jesus and then he disappeared for a while now he's back he's driving for lift this is one of those only in philadelphia stories here you remember this guy strolling around center city carrying a cross and preaching the bible well after a few years out of the spotlight you may remember Philly Jesus, as he's, I guess, refers to himself and some other people refer to him as well, he has returned. He's back. Our Chris O'Connell caught up with him in the most unlikely of places. Next time you're in Center City, Philadelphia, booking a lift, Jesus himself may just pick you up in a late model Acura. How are you? White robes, sandals and all, we booked a ride with one of the holiest rideshare drivers on the road. He goes by Philly Jesus. It's like a church on wheels, you know, it's like, that's how I look at it now. Okay, what do you think the car smells like? Real quick, what do you think? Mm, I'm going to say... A little bit of body odor and incense. Incense and myrrh. Good. (laughs) Frankincense, incense, myrrh. Good, Joe. I'm going to go with a typical sort of root beer and cheese and then Febreze. You mix all those together. Kind of a sweet, soury sort of thing. Mm. But back to the back to the- with gospel music blaring, the Holy Bible on the dash, and rosary beads in his hand. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. He'll get you where you need to go and throw in a Hail Mary at no charge. I pick up a passenger, and I, you know, they see me dressed like this, I'm, and I and I turn back and I I say, Jesus is taking the wheel today, you know. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> I'm just going to find that one. And, this is a that, and then I play gospel music. Oh, you think it's a gimmick? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are you, you saying? Think it's real? Blasphemy? Is that the son of God? He must have seen long hair and a beard. I mean, oh, yeah. he said that. Everybody. Okay, he just no, have the sandals I'm, on. What? I'm what, just saying Sherry? that this guy is doing this to get attention, and you feel bad not tipping Jesus. That's all. Jesus, on the gospel radio. Nearly a decade ago, Philly Jesus, whose real name is Michael Grant, became a fixture in Center City and a social media celebrity. Arrested for trespassing in an Apple store back in 2016, he left the social media scene a few years later after a divorce and the deaths of his dad and grandmother. I put a lot of this. I feel like I'm watching a soap opera. Or a documentary. Yeah. But he felt the need to put the road back on again and hit the road with his message. I tell him what I do, you know, that I'm an artist, I'm a Christian artist, you know. I dress up like my superhero Jesus, I play gospel music, and then I tell them, you know, 
Give me a follow on social media. Driving six days a week, of course, off on Sundays, he admits not all customers enjoy the Jesus Act. Oh, you think? But he says spreading the word from behind the wheel is a lot safer than walking the streets. God bless me with a car. God bless me with a job. You know, it, it beats walking on the street, you know, like... Jesus rode a donkey. Philly Jesus is riding a car. In Center City, Chris O'Connor. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, oh, that makes perfect sense. It does. Donald, Fox 29 <laughs> News. It all makes sense, right? I mean, he's... he's oh, wait, wait, wait. Stop the music. Now, un uncomfortable, 35 seconds of uncomfortable crosstalk. He's kind of practicing what he preaches. Uh-huh. You know, get a, a nice lesson from Jesus, Philly Jesus mm -hmm. while you head over to wherever. To wherever. <laughs> to wherever. Folks, when you watch those anchors and there's no nothing written on the teleprompter, there we go. Where do you think he's headed? <laughs> I don't know. But now that I'm just glad Chris got a chance to catch up with him and where he's been, how you know how he has struggled. He, he's really gone through a lot of loss mm -hmm. over the last few yeah. years. So oh, yeah, yes, yeah. he's living in his. Purpose. I'm going to follow him here on yeah. Instagram. See what he because oh, okay. he keeps saying, "Follow me on on Instagram." Let's see if he's got some good lessons for us. Yeah, I would know? love to get into a lift with him. Would you? His whole hallelujah. I mean, that was that was hysterical. It was. <laughs> Jesus, take the teleprompter. <laughs> you know what that song's about, Sherry? She's driving uh, no. one cold and night, rainy night, and and uh, then uh, all of a sudden the car spun out of control, and then she just said, "Jesus, take the wheel." No, it. that's not it. What? Yes, no, it is. At the very beginning uh, of it. No, she's running low on faith and gasoline. <laughs> what? No, and, and, and very oh, beginning of it. Okay, there it is. She was here. You go. Out. Okay, spinning out of control, and she's running low on faith and gasoline. She just lets go of the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. She says she's skidding down the road, and she slams right into a tree. I've never heard that literal uh, explanation for Jesus take the wheel. I always thought it meant, okay, there's nothing I can do about this situation. It's all yours, Jesus. Take the wheel. I never heard of it as him actually trying to drive a car. <laughs> and she pulled over to the shoulder. She didn't crash. She just Jesus. Over. Jesus, change my tire. <laughs> Yo, ye, ye of little faith, the, the, the beginning of this song, Sherry's going to set you right with the Lord. All right? Okay. okay. Dear Casey. Something should. Dear Casey. Dear Casey. Sherry writes in. Has anyone ever talked about Jesus taking the wheel? Well, the answer is yes. <laughs> and here's that song for you now, Sherry, with an unusual spelling for someone who swears on the radio. She saw both her lives flash before her eyes. She didn't even have time to cry. She was so She threw her hands up in the air. Hands up in the air. Hey! Well, you're out of mango, dried mango strips. I was gonna have some triscuits while the song was playing. Oh no, no food for me. <laughs> All right. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Can I ask you guys story. a question? Mm -hmm. Do you like it when who, you're? Uber? Who are you? I don't know. 
Andrew. Okay, they, yes. Do uh, we like when the Uber driver dresses up like yeah, Jesus? Well, or is a, is it has any question? sort of like character? Just like uh, you know, they they try to put on certain music for you, or they try to hype it up. They've got they're in a costume. They're Jesus. Uh, remember when Lyft first started and they had those weird, dirty, pink mustaches tied to the front of the car? Remember that whole yeah. thing? It was like, what's yeah. that about? Right? A mustache ride? What is that, Sherry? <laughs> that is an interesting question. <laughs> the, when I took an Uber this weekend, they asked your preference, whether you wanted a silent ride or you wanted a, uh, the, you, you wanted to have polite conversation. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I have, so you get uh, to choose. You know, I'm still desperately, I don't know why it's so important to me, still desperately trying to get my score back up because I went down a little bit. I went down, I was a 4.93. I've dropped to a 4.90. And why it out bothers of, me? Out I, of what? Five out of five. It's probably because oh. you this, stopped do, tipping. No, no, no. I always tip. I tip well. But I've done this new thing now in order to try to, you know, get on their good side. Um, I say, if I have to return emails and stuff like that, I'll say, excuse me, do you mind? I'm going to just do some text messages and some emails. I don't mean to ignore you, but I'm, I just want to let you know. Then I went, I lost like three, three tenths of a point for doing that. I'm at 4.96. Yeah. See women, by the way, this is a fun thing <laughs> when you, everybody's eating dinner. Whoever has the lowest Uber score has to pay for dinner. And women are always like five, four, nine, three, four, four, nine, six. They're all and like, what are you doing there, huh? What are you, how are you getting the score? They always give the girls better scores than the guys when it comes to the Uber driving. I'm gonna sue somebody. <laughs> no, you know what I should do? I should, Maybe we're just I should nicer. Run for office. Yeah, run for office. <laughs> <laughs> Get that Uber bill out there. Get that that fairness and scoring bill. <laughs> right. Why Why are you scoring men lower than women? Come on now. It's yeah. not fair. That's DEI crap going. Uh, uh. All right. I had to fix something there. Here comes the mailman now, Sherry, with all those letters a teeny tiny lady has been able to find. The letter of the day. Mailman. Don't mess with him, Sherry. Don't. I don't. I never do. As you can see, I'm the mailman. Don't nobody mess with me. I'm the mailman. If you didn't know, I'm the mailman. I bring the mail to your door. Right to your door. All right. Get the letter of the day, but first take care of all the rest. Um, the first one is from yesterday, and I don't know. Did, does that seem a little too kind of yeah. X-rated? Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move oh. on to randos. Uh, two okay. five three. School lunch was the best. Greasy rectangle pizza. Yum. Oh boy, Adam and Purella. Uh, just want to say thanks to John and Sherry for the daily laughs. The William Penn bit and the hormone jokes were comedy gold. Hey, Adam and Pierre, it was like two weeks ago. We've done good stuff since then, right? It's like somebody yeah. yelling out stuff on a comedy album from eight years ago. But thank uh, you, Adam. We appreciate that. Melinda in Bellevue says, oh, my God, Sherry does a mean Elmo. Love it. Elmo you loves it? you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Melinda. Elmo loves you. How's Elmo going to show that love, Sherry? 
Joe's going to check on your mental health. Okay. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe, the therapy horse. I could use that horse to kick me in the head right now. Micah Chahela says, we had a horse that got his muzzle um, into Aww. a porcupine once, uh, not once, but twice. Had to take out the Leatherman and cut the tips off of and then pull oh. the quills. Okay. You know, maybe Elmo should make you feel better right now. Um, if you don't cut the tips, they expand, and it makes it impossible to remove. It's a real bugger. Hmm. When you grab hold of the tips, often you can pull bits of flesh and tissue along Elmo with it. Elmo says, stop. <laughs> Elmo says, that's me. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Christy in Oregon says. Sherry back. Yes. <laughs> How did you get your invisible horse out of the V in your invisible tree? <laughs> I use my in, uh, invisible tow truck. Mom, change the station. No, too late now. And then uh, Long Tom, Long Tom in Olympia, we need to immediately outlaw trees in Washington so that horses will not get injured. No more tree violence. That, yes, Tom, you too should run for office with that idea. Stop the tree violence now. Eager, the graffiti artist, added again, 253 says, I'd like to clean the graffiti off of his stomach with some 80-grit sandpaper. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> why, does he have, why does he have graffiti he has on a, his stomach? He, he has a tattoo of uh, Eager on his stomach. Eager has uh, a tattoo of Eager. Do you know when I had that tattoo, which I still have on my rear end, um, I think it was Nick said, would you mind just slowly backing into a sand belt and just, if we, and if we have the great grit, it'll just take it right off. It'll be painful for a little while, but it'll heal and it'll, we just sand it off your rear end. Hmm. That's one way to do it. <laughs> oh, God. Impromptu airplane performances. Andrew 509 says, I'm with Joe Mama. Uh, they're not my kind of music now. If I'm forced to listen to a bunch of pretentious, uh, musician jerks. Huh? Uh, Annette in Yakima says, yeah, mm -hmm. no, that would not work for me. Put your fiddles and guitars away or I'll yoke your Ono. Oh, okay. Um, it sounded something like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing about I'm, I'm Irish. I can say this, that, whoo, yeah, hee, ha, trying to make every check they're having a good time. They're not. All right. Kenny G used to play a saxophone on commercial flights all the time. And Kenny G, with his circular breathing, has the world record for holding a note the longest by doing circular breathing. Can you imagine being on a plane and he just holds a note the entire time? How huh? tall do you suppose he is? Like 4'11? Are you trying to figure out if he's taller than Elmo? I think he Nobody is. Nobody taller than five Elmo. seven, by the way. Thank uh, you. There you go. Okay. And now it is time for the letter of the day. How is that relevant? Because <laughs> he's such a. That? I saw him in, in concert. He's such a slight man. He's very teeny, slight. Teeny, teeny. Thank you, teeny. All right, Sherry. Letter okay. of the day. Scott in Eugene, Oregon. I don't live locally, but I listen to your program daily on demand, although I'm listening mm. live today. I must oh. confess, however, my favorite member of the John and Sherry team is Teeny. Please be nice to Teeny. She seems very kind, and I'm sure that she works very hard to earn her paycheck every day. She's been taking a lot of heat lately. More Teeny, please. When did you teeny? have time to write this, John? <laughs> Excellent! <laughs> 
Scott, and, you, and he also included a photo of he and Teeny together on a sexy beach somewhere in Mexico. Look at that. So, oh. apparently a big fan of the Teeny. Very romantic. Right. There you go. Okay, Teeny, get yourself something to eat. Something and would be good with... With That's Kennedy. all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Didn't write no more. Didn't write no more. This show <laughs> is sometimes like a fever dream. Isn't it? <laughs> Let's do another hour. I think I'm coming down with something.